Oh, man, thank you. That was beautiful singing. Um, so I've just heard that the PBC have joined us this morning. So I think we're going to head straight over to their station. And um, so we're tuning in to the PBC this morning. Good morning and welcome. This is the PBC, bringing you the news of the day, bringing you the people who see so that we can see what they can see. See? This morning, uh, we bring you news of surprising events in Jerusalem on this politically charged weekend. Uh, but before that, it's time now for Caesar's Bingo, the Empire's Entertainment. And to remind us how to play, here's the one, the only Georgius Veridi. Thank you very much. Uh, so hopefully everyone here has played Caesar's Bingo before. Uh, the concept is quite simple. Um, a word will be said. Um, and I have a corresponding picture, which I'll hold up to the screen. I might need to turn my background off. Uh, when you see the picture, you should have a bingo grid in front of you. Um, and that grid will have, might have that picture on it. If it does, cross it out. Once you've crossed out all the pictures on your grid, unmute yourself and yell bingo at us. Um, and we'll know you've won. Does everyone understand? Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Georgius. Uh, now we'll be going to Jerusalem uh, shortly. Uh, but first, some football scores from our new reporter, Tobias Vardam. TV. Can I call you by your initials, TV? You are obviously made for television. You've got television running through you. So, so TV, what's new? Not football. The game has not yet been invented. The Football Association will set the rules of the beautiful game in just over 1,800 years. Now, chariot racing, that's a thing. Do you want those results? Well, TV, I'm... Thank you. Yes, I think I do. Well, there were five races today, and four of them were won by Rome favourite Offia. Um, Offia? Is that, it might be chariots of fire. Of fire, chariots of fire. That's, uh, so he's hot stuff. Um, they ought to make a film about him later. But anyway, what about the other one? Well, that was an upset for the books. It was won by Swing Low Sweet in the last minute. He was coming forth and then sped along to carry it home. I can't resist that. I'm sorry. So um, uh, thanks, TV. Uh, I, bet, I bet that made for great TV, TV. Swing low, sweet chariot was coming forth and carried it home. Who writes this stuff? Anyway, uh, thank you, TV. Uh, great to hear from you and welcome to the team. Now it's back to our main story, the political goings on in Jerusalem. And to bring us the inside track, we have our political editor, Penny Denarius. Penny, are you there? All together now. Penny, you're on mute. Oh, oh, oops, okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so where do we start? Um, well, as viewers will know, it's nearly time for the Jewish community to celebrate Passover, the time they say that their God led them out of slavery in Israel. Yes. So, uh, yes, we have known for some time that the Roman authorities have been on high alert to stamp out any uprising from the Jewish community. We have seen troops come into Jerusalem over the last week and make preparations for the parade, which will see Pilate enter the city from the west with him at the front and chariots and soldiers behind him. A parade? Uh, yes, that's a long line of people walking or marching with purpose in a show of military and political strength. There are traditional statements of power and victory, sometimes given to returning war heroes to recognise their success for Rome. The way a leader enters the city really is important. 
But not for Pilot, surely. No one likes him. Well, yes, that's right. Rumour has it that the Pharisees have been paying people to show up at the parade to flatter Pilot and hope for an easy life. And are they paying much? Have we got the hand up? <laughs> we interrupt this newscast with a terrible joke warning. If you are of sensitive disposition or just don't want to go there, we advise you to walk away now. Uh, so, so no, they're not paying much, just the usual temple rate. Any less would not be fair, you see, Pharisee. And it might even be very sad, you see. Sad, you see? <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the story. Yes, it's been quite, uh, been getting quite edgy with the Roman soldiers and rental mob milling around. They are wanting to make sure that Passover doesn't end in trouble. So it's a usual show of strength from the Romans, but they're edgy. It's like they're expecting for something to happen. Mm. Well, thanks, Penny. And on that, hold on. Yes, yes, I think we've got Georgius Viridi joining us on line one. Georgius? Yes, it's me, Georgius Feridi, on the line from the east of the city, the opposite side of the city to where the Roman parade will be entering Jerusalem. Oh, go on. Yes, it's all very happy here, none of the edge of the west. You will recall we have covered the comings and goings of Jesus on PBC OB before. Well, he's here again, and this time he's riding on a donkey and entering Jerusalem as if he was some kind of leader. The Romans won't like it, or at least... They wouldn't like it, apart from Jesus is riding a donkey. He doesn't look very fierce. Do donkeys ever look fierce? We interrupt this newscast with another terrible joke warning. Please, if you have any sense, we advise you to walk away now. I do recall, now that I think of it, the dancing donkeys of the Decapolis once falling down a hole. Some of them looked a little troubled, but not fierce. No, you donkey. Jesus doesn't Ooh. look fierce, and neither do the crowd. They've got some palm leaves that they are waving at Jesus. So they are also claiming some kind of victory. But it's a different type of victory. It's, well, kind of peaceful and, and joyful. Uh, so what are the crowd up to? They are waving, and some are shouting, Hosanna to David's son. Blessed is he who comes in God's name. Hosanna in highest heaven. Also, there's a younger man by the name of Matthew, writing it all down and saying that the prophecy of Zechariah 9.9 is coming true. There it is, written, tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. A king on a donkey? Yes, I know. His followers are treating him like a king. Pilate and his Roman henchmen won't be very happy. He's having to pay people to line the streets for his praise, and across the city, there's another kingdom in town, the Jesus kingdom. So much for the Pharisees and their quiet life. Now, in fact, uh, viewers, thank you, Georgius, uh, uh, and thank you for those joke warnings. Uh, <laughs> viewers, um, uh, we do have um, footage from our outside broadcast team. Let's go now to see what they have seen. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany, at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. 
untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it, say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached... So thank you, uh, outside broadcast team. Interesting events. Penny, Penny Daenerys, tell our viewers what, what we should make of it. Uh, so, yes, there is a political showdown going uh, going down. The Romans don't tend to turn a blind eye to challenge. It's not welcome and it's not tolerated. The Jewish community have been desperate for a show of force to match that of the Roman Empire. They don't want to be rebels, to take on the establishment, the chancers versus the chancellery. But it looks like they might be disappointed. Thank you. Yes. And I wonder what will happen later in the week. Oh, there's going to be trouble. These two kingdoms don't like, don't, won't likely coexist. Choices will have to be made. We are certainly in the middle of some interesting times. There is something in the Jesus kingdom. Its followers are convinced that Jesus is their Messiah. They have given him a royal wel welcome. The city is going to be surprised and shaken. This is not what they are expecting. And it can't be discounted. The prophet Jesus from Nazareth coming in God's name. That's quite a claim. Remember, the Romans say Caesar is God. As Penny says, choices will have to be made.